Hello and welcome to Property Money Trees, Maximising Property Values, the once a month show where I break down the steps of how to recognise, enhance and then extract the values in property in order to create wealth. Would you like to find out how you can benefit from the steps of maximising property values? This is even if you don't own a property yet or have a deposit. If that's a yes, then you're in the right place to find out. My name is Patricia Ogunfaber, and although many know me for my work as a solicitor, on this show, you will be getting the benefit of my 30 plus years worth of experience of maximising property values, experience which has given me a net worth in millions. So who might benefit from listening to this show? Literally anyone with an interest in creating property wealth. Welcome back. Um, So today I just want to talk or want to ask the question, is it worth buying somewhere far away from where you are? Now, up until uh, October last year, everything that I've ever bought, I've bought within Greater London. I live within Greater London and it was just so convenient to get to site, to take stuff over there, you know, within within an hour of where I live, I'd be on site. But in October, I thought, hmm, maybe all you mothers might be able to relate to, you know, with what I'm about to say, or maybe I should say parents, so that I'm not, I'm not discriminating against fathers. But I don't know if you're a parent and you remember when your child was really young and you might introduce them to a new a new food and they'd say, oh, I don't like it. And you'd say, well, you won't know that you don't like it until you've tried it. So try it. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But don't look at it and say, I don't like it. Anyway, so I, I, I remembered that and I thought to myself, I keep saying I I will not invest remotely, but let me just dip my toe into the water and just see how I feel. So I chose somewhere that is definitely within two hours of where I live, either by car or by train. I was not doing any more than that. And it's been a bit of an experience, to be honest. Um... So, uh, again, because I didn't know how it was going to pan out, I wasn't going to spend a serious amount of money. I bought a studio flat for um, 31 square metres, this flat. Um, it, it was actually, it's in, a, it's in an amazing location. Um, so that is actually quite good. It's got that going for it. The location is amazing. So I thought to myself when I was buying it, I don't actually need this to go up in value as much as I would my my other purchases or when I'm looking to make a purchase. Um, as long as it's washing its face, it will give me that experience of remote investing. And then I can see whether or not it might be on the cards for me going forward with something perhaps a bit more substantial or even more expensive. 
So the purchase price was 97,500. Stamp duty was 2,925. Normally when I pay stamp duty, it's in five figures. So that was a very, very pleasant surprise. Um, and then there was service charge demand up until March of 2023, 478. Um, various fees, solicitors fees, I will never use them again. Oh, did they gouge me or did they gouge me? Anyway, um, their fees, £2,072.60 for the purchase of a studio flat. Never again will I use them. And if, if anyone wants to know who I'm actually referring to so that they can avoid them, reach out to me privately and I shall let you know. Awful solicitors. And the service was absolutely awful as well. So nothing to recommend them to be honest um and then I got a mortgage oh gosh I'm so glad that I decided this was going to be a long-term thing just for the cash so anyway I got a five-year fixed mortgage and that particular mortgage my my monthly payments uh, 195 pounds a month oh um, I think it's fixed at 3.19%. Um, so anyway, those are the figures on the purchase. So right now, um, it may well be that if, uh, so I've done it up. The works are going to finish in, well, they've more or less finished. We need to go back to do some snagging. Um, and then my uh, silicone person is going to come over. He's due to go there on the 7th of February and he's going to just silicone up the whole place and it's going to look amazing. Anyway, um, so with all of the works done, um, so it had a storage heater, so it's a studio flat, so it has the one big main room, then it has a separate kitchen and a bathroom and that really was it. Um, well, it did have a hallway as well. Um, so it had the storage heater in the main room. So I ripped that out, I ripped everything out, to be honest, and installed underfloor heating everywhere. The whole flat is tiled. Oh, it looks really nice. Um, the uh, kitchen has been completely redone. The bathroom completely redone. Everywhere is looking. Well, actually, I can't see everywhere's looking brand new because it has two massive cupboards um, in there and those cupboards I've left them as they are so I've not changed the cupboards I've painted the doors and the doors in the flat I've not changed them I've literally just painted them and we're going to kind of like decorate them um, but it, it seems as if if things go fine I might be able to get maybe 150 for it were I to sell today now people might be thinking well that's good money and it is very good money but I don't want to sell this and I didn't buy it with you know thoughts of selling it which is why I went for a five-year fix on it um so that's on the capital side on the income side I'm told that I can get roughly about 800 a month for this flat now 800 a month um, mortgages, let's say 200, 
and let's say service charges are about 50, that's 250, you know, from the 800 leaves me with 550 pure profit a month. Now, how much have I actually spent on the refurb? So the refurb altogether, um, an electric combination boiler, um, that cost me 2,220 pounds, I think. Um, and then obviously the workers, you know, paying for labor, all of the materials. So altogether, everything that I've spent, so that will include brand new windows, an electric boiler, which is £2,220. <sighs> Very expensive, but no gas in the flat. So it was always going to be electric. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for an electric combi boiler because I have... Um, used those in the past and they are actually very good um underfloor heating that was an additional expense brand new kitchen obviously bathroom the whole thing completely redone apart from the woodwork all the doors were wood so i thought no i'm not going to chuck those out i'm going to reuse them and decorate them and make them look really nice anyway so we're in the process of doing that should really finish that that's going to be done as part of like the snaggings that we're doing um so hopefully that will be done uh, by the end of the week electrician is going in tomorrow to go and finish his second fixes remember it's a small flat so there's not really that much you know that needs doing with a spend of let's say 15,000 if I'm actually getting a profit of even let's say 500 pounds um, a month that means that the refurb will take another so 500 a month that is 6,000 a year so roughly about three years to pay for the refurb but after those three years it's pure profit it, 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 you know, it would have paid for itself. Yet the underfloor heating will still be there. The boiler will still be there. The new kitchen will still be there. The new bathroom will still be there. So again, I've gone back to bricks on this one. Brand new electrics, brand, brand new plumbing, brand new everything apart from the woodwork, apart from the doors. So the rest of the woodwork I did actually rip out. So that was all the skirting boards. Uh, they just went, they were quite shallow anyway, probably about 75 um, mil high. Uh, so not that nice. And, um, and the new windows look amazing. The flat is actually quite warm as well. So had to um, insulate the um, external wall, but there wasn't really very much of that external wall. So I only needed two sheets of the insulation board. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that was, that was good. That was good. That was good. So yes, Will I do it again? I'm really not sure because each time I've, I I went up there, it literally cost me 50 pounds. And I was going up there maybe once a week, sometimes twice a week. Now, all of that adds up, but some people might say maybe that's not really very much because all in all, in terms of my going up there, it's maybe cost me 500 pounds um, because I didn't really fancy driving, uh, you know, that distance. So I've been going up by train um, and there is a direct train from East Croydon. So I live in Croydon. Um, so it's not been too much of a hassle. However, 
all of these things do add up. What if I have a tenant in there that has a problem? So clearly I am going to get someone to manage this for me. And finally, there's a lady that I met who's in the block who used to manage Airbnbs in London. So she is used to managing properties. Now, I haven't raised it with her yet, but I shall definitely be doing that. And in fact, I, after recording this, I'm going out to go and get a box of chocolates that I am going to give to her when I next see her for all of the disturbance that my building works actually did. So, <laughs> yep, I'm a bit of a sucker like that. Um, so, um, I am going to be talking to her about her managing that flat for me. And, you know, fingers crossed, Hope I hope it's going to go well. But I shall let you know, I just thought I'm going to do this particular month's um, uh, recording uh, on this experience that I have. Now, will the flat sell for 150 if I decided to sell it today? It may, maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. But in terms of the income, I think that is actually very, very good because all in all, I guess I've put in okay, £46,000 roughly. So £46,000 is my money in this flat. Now, so if I'm making a profit of £6,000 a year, so divided by 46,123, that's a 13% return on my money, on my money that's gone in, which is not too bad. And that's assuming that I only get £800, £800 a month. Now this £800 a, mo a month is £9,600 uh, pounds um a year and comparing that to the 97 and a half that um i paid for the flat that would give a gross yield of 9.8 percent i'm actually looking to get probably about a thousand pounds so if i get a thousand pounds Let's take away my 250 costs. That leaves me with 750 times 12. That is 9,000 pounds a year of profit. If I divide that by my money that's in that flat, which is 46,000 pounds, that gives me a 19.56% return on what I've put in. And if I do make 9,000 pounds a year in profit, I would have paid for the refurb in less than two years. So these numbers don't actually lie. And apart from the inconvenience of having to you know, go up by train with people coughing in my face, um, much to my irritation, um, it just seems as if it might be worth it. But you know, the bottom line, wherever it is that people are buying, is if you buy right, you are going to be able to maximise your property values and you will be able to make the kind of numbers and figures that I am talking about in this particular podcast episode. Um, there's lots of stuff out there. And I, well, so I completed on this in October. So I saw it and bought it before, you know, all of the problems that we've recently had actually it kind of like came home to roost. But nevertheless, nevertheless, 
it's been, I think, an eye-opener. I'm not going to go looking for more there because it's just a little bit too much hassle for me. But I just wanted to be objective about my experiences. And, you know, for people who are a lot younger, yes, this may well be something that you want to explore in detail because the money is there and the returns appear to make it worthwhile. So hopefully I shall see you next month. Take care.